Hi everyone, it's really great to have you with us. My name is Adrian, I'm the Vicar of St Catherine's. And I have to confess that when it comes to Christmas, I'm a bit of a kid. I absolutely love the parties. I love the food and I love the carol services too. One of the things I especially love about those carol services is meeting people from across our community, people of every age and stage in their lives. And I love all of the school carol services too, meeting with lots of you young people. So I'm really sad that this year, Christmas isn't going to be as it normally would be. But it's fantastic that we're able to connect in this way. It was lovely to meet some of you just a little while ago um, when you came to pick up your Chris Dingle packs. I hope now that you've had a good rummage through them and that you're already enjoying some of the activities, that you've done some uh, superb colouring, I'm sure you have, and I'm sure too that you've had a good look at your Chris Dingle orange. Hold on tight to that because we're going to be learning a little bit more about it during this virtual service and lighting it later on too under the careful supervision of mums or dads or our guardians. Now, inside that package too, there is a special book, The Story of Christmas, and it's the story of how God became like me. Jesus came so that we would understand what God is like, so that we would know how much God loves us. And we'll be learning a little bit more about that later too. But first, let's begin our special time together by singing a familiar carol. Come all ye faithful. All the words are on the screen, so I hope that you'll join in with nice loud voices. Hey 
for our salvation Jesus to Thee be all glory be Word of the Father now in flesh appear Oh come let us adore Him Oh come let us adore Well, I really hope you enjoyed that carol. Isn't it a cracker? One of my absolute favourites. I mentioned that despite all of the challenges we've had this year, Christmas is still really good news because it's a story of how God became like us in the person of Jesus. We're going to hear a little bit more about that now with a short video called The Well Good News. The Well Good News of Christmas. And I hope that you really enjoy A really, really long time ago, a time before toys, a time before everything, God made the world a time long ago. And just like carpenters make stuff out of wood, God made the world and it was well good. He made all the plants, he made all the trees, he made animals, birds, and he made you and me. And that time long ago, that time that was good, God walked beside humans through the trees in the wood. But the humans he made, like you and like me, said mean things and were really quite nasty. They'd thump and they'd punch and they wouldn't make amends. And so God and humans could no longer be friends. But to be friends again, God had a plan. One day he would send a very special young man. So it happened one day, or maybe in the night, an angel came to Mary and gave her quite a fright. Don't be afraid, get scared or jump. God's gonna give you a big belly bump. Your belly bump's a baby and he will be the great one. Why not call him Jesus? He really is God's son. Now, inside Mary a baby was growing and Joseph stared at the baby bump showing. A bit worried about how the baby got there, Joseph scratched his head and twizzled his hair. But when Joseph was snoring in his dream he had to visit, an angel said Mary would give birth through the spirit. There's a baby inside Mary, a tiny precious life. But don't be afraid, says the angel. Name him Jesus and take Mary as your wife. Then Mary set off travelling with Joseph right beside. They walked and talked for miles and miles until Bethlehem arrived with a baby inside Mary who was going to be king. When they finally arrived, there was no room at the inn. So a place was found by Haystack and Corn, and in this spot the baby was born. 
So they stayed in the shed where animals fed and the baby had straw instead of a memory foam bed. Then there were shepherds maybe cleaning their shoes, trying to scrape off the smelly sheep poos. Till all of a sudden, with something weird, from absolutely nowhere, this angel appeared. Don't be afraid! That's what I say. Say hi to the baby in a manger full of hay. The sheep looked at the shepherds. The shepherds looked at the sheep. Don't be noisy. Tiptoes, please. Baby Jesus is fast asleep. Shh. Next, wise men travelled ever so far, but they didn't use Google Maps, they followed a star. So the wise blocks found Jesus next to animals with fur, and they brought him some gold, frankincense and myrrh. And then baby became boy, and boy grew to man. He made stuff out of wood, he was a carpenter man. And he did lots of cool stuff. He healed the sick told great stories and was amazing all the time. He even walked on water and even turned water into wine. Remember when people wouldn't make amends and when God and humans could no longer be friends? Well, it didn't end there because Jesus the baby and Jesus the man was the exact same Jesus and God's rescue plan. He lived and he died on a cross made of wood. He died for you and me to turn our wrong into good. But something happened after Jesus died that was worth a big high five. Because three days later, he came back again. Jesus really was alive. So, don't get scared or jumpy. And don't be afraid. Why? Because I will be with you, says Jesus. Not for a bit, but always. Right till the end of the age. And that's even longer than a really, really long time. Hello, my name's Claire. Some of you may know me. Hello to all our um, explorers children, past and present. It's nice to have you join us for this online Christingle service. I am missing seeing you all in person, um, but I'm really pleased we're able to actually celebrate Chris Dingle still, even though we can't be face to face. In fact, it only started feeling like Christmas when I started thinking about Chris Dingle. It's something I've done every year since I was a little girl, and it reminds me of what Christmas is all about. It was lovely to see you when you picked up your packs, and I hope you've got your oranges with you now, and you've got a guardian with you who's got got a um, match you can help safely light your candle in a minute. I've got my Christingle orange here. I wonder how many of you were here last year and if you can remember what all the bits and pieces on the Christingle represent because they help give us clues to the real meaning of Christmas. Can any of you remember what the orange means? Why do we have a Christingle orange and not an apple? Any clues? Well, the orange, it's in the shape of the world. So it reminds us that God is the creator of the whole world. He's made everything in it. He's made us. He's made everybody that we love and all the good things that we have. God is the creator of the world. And that reminds us that. Now, you might think there's something a little bit odd with my Christingle. Can you spot it? What's, what's missing from my Christingle orange that you've got? You've got it. 
There's no fruit on my Christingle orange. I've got no sweeties, I've got no sultanas. And it might be as you and your mums and dads are sitting watching this, you actually think it's been a bit of a hard year. Coronavirus has made it a bit miserable. And actually a lot of the good stuff that we enjoy is just, we've not been able to do it. We've not been able to go and see our friends. We've not been able to go on holiday. It's just maybe not been as fun as other years. And it might feel that actually the world's not got much good fruit at the moment. But if you look close enough, there is always good fruit to see because God not only created the world, but he's given us lots of good things to enjoy in it, even with coronavirus. So I'm gonna put this down because it's not quite accurate. That's better, I've got my fruit. So I wonder if you can shout out really loudly some of the things that you're thankful for, that you can think of are still good things even in the middle of coronavirus. Can I hear you? Oh, that was very loud, very loud. Thank you very much. I can think of a few. I wonder if you have the same as me. I think God has given us lots of family and friends to have fun with and enjoy time together and to grow with and learn from, even in our own homes, if we can't go out into other people's houses. How many of you have been out for walks with pet dogs or with family or with friends outdoors, keeping a two metre distance, obviously? Just look at nature. We see the trees and the grass and the flowers, and they're all given to us by God, as are our pets. I am very thankful for my pet dog, George. He has been one of the biggest blessings this year for me and Adrian, the vicar. What about the toys that you love to play with, that you get excited about, and the craft materials that you're able to explore and design things with? There's lots and lots of good things. What about your teachers who've helped make online learning fun and interesting and better than it could have been without their efforts? There's lots of good things we can think of to be thankful for. And the fruits on our Christingle remind us about that. Now, this one's a bit harder. Any idea why we have a big red ribbon around our Christingle? And mums and dads can help if they want. Well, it's a bit of a funny one, the red ribbon, because it actually isn't to do so much with Jesus being born, which is what we think about at Christmas, but it's more to do with what Jesus did at Easter when he died on the cross. And it reminded me of a story about me and my brother. My brother's called David, and he's two years younger than me. And when I was nine and he was seven, we played in the living room. He loved football and he brought his football into the living room. And my mom told us that we weren't allowed to throw the football. We could roll it, but we couldn't throw it. And I kept reminding David of this, but he was so excited playing with his football. He kept throwing it. And guess what happened? One time when he threw it, it hit the light and the light smashed and the glass went all on the floor. And I was really scared and I was really frightened. I thought I was going to get really badly told off because I'd been playing with him, even though I hadn't been throwing the ball. And I ran upstairs really, really sad and frightened. And my mom came up and found me. And she, she comforted me and she, she asked what had happened and I, I, I did explain. And she'd already spoken to David and she said that because David had broken the light, because David had disobeyed what she'd asked him not to do, that David would have to pay for a new light. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's harsh? I was devastated for my brother because he had to pay 
four weeks of pocket money to pay for this light. And when I was nine, four weeks of pocket money was a lot of money. And I was so upset for my brother. It was such a big thing he'd have to do to pay for what he'd done. Now, I could have done one of two things. I could have stayed upset and just thought, how terrible what my, my poor brother has to go through. Or I could have said to my mum, Mum, I've got money in my piggy bank. Can you pay it out on my money instead of David's and let him off, still give him his pocket money for the next four weeks? And actually, that is what Jesus did when, in Easter time, he went on the cross and he died. It's basically what he did was exactly the same as if I had said to my mum, let me pay for my brother's mistakes. Let me pay for the new lamp because I don't want him to have to do that himself. Because just like my brother didn't listen to what my mum asked him to do, every single one of us, me, you, your mums, your dads, your grandparents, your friends, even Adrian, the vicar, we all say and do and think wrong things. You all, I'm sure you all know what that's like when you know you've done something wrong and mum and dad tell you off. It's not nice, is it? And it's much better when we've made up um, with mum or dad or friends. Um, but sometimes we have to pay for those mistakes. And just like we get things wrong with our parents and our families and our teachers and our friends, we get things wrong with God. And God is perfect. He's never made any mistake. And he's asked us not to make certain mistakes and to live um, ways he knows is good for us to live. And when we make mistakes and we say the wrong thing and we do the wrong thing and we don't love other people and we don't love God like he asks us to, we deserve punishment too. We have to pay the price for the effects that has in the world and with hurting God. But just like if I had paid the money from my piggy bank for my brother's that's just like what Jesus did on the cross. And that's why we celebrate Easter and Christmas, because it reminds us that actually, despite our messiness and when we get it wrong, we don't have to get it right all the time. Jesus is the light of the world. And when we come to him and we accept his gift at Christmas, which is him, it's him sorting out our messiness and paying the price for us getting things wrong. That is the light of Christmas. It's the best present you're ever going to get. And that takes us to the last part of the Christingle Orange. We've got a candle. And with candles, we have light. So I'm going to light this candle now because we've just been talking about how amazing it is to have that gift from Jesus. So why don't you light your candles now too? Get the grown-ups that are with you to help you with the match. and hold on to it very, very carefully. What else does light do? It brings light into dark places. It helps us to see things. I don't know about you, but do you get scared in the dark? Do you sometimes really want to put the light on? And as soon as you put the light on, it's not as scary and as frightening as in the dark. Well, Jesus is a bit like that as well. As well as giving us that great gift of being able to be friends with God, because he sorted out our messiness, he is like, he says, he's like a light for us. And even though this Christmas is going to be so different to any other Christmas, and we're not going to be able to 
going to our aunts and our uncles and our grandparents' homes and celebrate with them, and you might feel a bit lonely. Remember that Jesus is the light of the world and he will be with you in your bedrooms and in your living rooms, wherever you are, even if you feel lonely and scared, remember Jesus is light of the world and he, he loves you and he sorted out your messiness and he wants to be with you. And all you need to do is ask, say, thank you, Jesus, for sorting out my mess and for being my friend. I want you to be light of world in my life and come and spend Christmas with me. So hold on to your Christingle oranges and we're going to have another song now. Take care, have a lovely Christmas and I hope it's not too long till we can see you face to face. Joyful. 
Hello, I'm Ella. I hope you enjoyed that lovely song. This is my Chris Dingle, and now I'm going to say the Chris Dingle prayer. Lord Jesus, light of the world, as I hold this Chris Dingle and think about your love for me, help me to take this light out into the world and to share your love with others, especially those who need it most. Amen. Thank you to Ella for the Chris Dingle prayer. If you'd like to now blow out your candles, you can, or if you have a grown-up with you, then you can keep them lit. Let us give thanks now to the God in our prayers. Thank you, Jesus, that you deliberately came to earth on that first Christmas to bring your light into our lives. Thank you for creating the world we live in, for creating us and all the people we love and care about. Thank you for all the good things you have created that bring us joy. Thank you for our teachers that have helped make school the best it can be online this year. Thank you for our mums, dads, sisters, brothers, grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins and friends that we get to grow up with and have fun with. Thank you for the food we'll get to eat over Christmas and every normal day too. Thank you for the presents we'll get to open on Christmas Day and the loving thought people have put into giving them to us. Thank you for our bodies and what you've created them to do and how well they look after us, even though coronavirus makes us sad this year and many people are sick and don't feel well. You are with us through it all. Thank you all the doctors, nurses, all the key workers who are working so hard to look after us all. Because you came to earth as a baby and sorted out our messiness on the cross, we can be best friends with Jesus, even when we do say and think the wrong things. All we have to do is thank him for this and ask him to be our friend. Thank you. Thank you that Chris Dingle reminds us that we can have Jesus with us in our houses, even when we can't visit others and they can't visit us. Thank you, Jesus, that you promised to bring your own light and comfort into our lives when we let you in. Please help us to remember you and let you in this Christmas and every day for the rest of our lives. Amen.
Thank you so much for joining us this year for a Christingle with a difference. A bit of a strange Christmas, but it's good that we've been able to enjoy that festive favourite from the comfort of our own homes. As we draw to a close, can I wish you all a very happy and joyful Christmas. I hope that it can be the best it can possibly be. And now let me pray God's blessing on you before we finish with that wonderful carol, Joy to the World. So the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you this Christmas and remain with you always. Amen. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room, and heaven and
就